brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. And greetings and welcome to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. <gasps> I'm Henry Volt. And my name is Matthew Pancake, and I guess Mario's still in bed, Henry? Um, I don't know, who, who's this Mario that you speak of? <laughs> the guy that stole your airtime last week on the last Oh, that Mario. Yeah, oh. that Mario. The Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Oh, uh, yeah, I think, I think he's in rehab. He's in rehab now? <laughs> Yeah, take, rehab. Did he have too many shrooms? Uh, poison shrooms, you know. Poison shrooms, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's how that one goes. Okay, Henry, now you've been seeding, apparently. You've been busy seeding. And anybody that uh, knows anything about podcasts, that's what we call whenever you go around and you just randomly throw every possible link about your show and every group and every website and every forum that you can find until everybody tells you to go away. So he's yep. been, he's been busy seating, and we've been having a number of people come in and join those groups. So let's give some of that out really quick uh, so that people can know. If you're on Facebook, you can go to uh, Facebook and find the Angel Repair Juice. That's actually spelled exactly the way it sounds, Angel Repair Juice Group. You can go there and join. We won't, uh, we won't kick you out until after we've let you in. So you can do that. You can also go to Angel Repair Juice PC. Angel Repair Juice PC. PC stands for podcast. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com and you can send us an email. Here's the thing though, Henry. I haven't been checking that. Have you have you been looking at that? I, I checked it yesterday. Oh, okay. Send we, us an email yet. We haven't well, we haven't been pushing it very hard. Yeah, so. That's true, that's as, true. As a matter of fact, I don't even think that it's in the on the Facebook group. You know, we pin the latest show to the top. We probably ought to put it in there. We, yeah. we probably ought to put it out there so that people can go, oh, there's an email address? Imagine yeah, that. probably. <laughs> Imagine that. So we're going to try and do uh, – you know, I do other programs, and we do news on some of these other programs. So we're going to try and do a do an anime news roll. Short blurb of number five. Um, this isn't actually in any particular order. Crunchyroll announced this week that the Wii U app, if any of you people out there own a Wii U, guess what you can do now? The Wii U app will let you log in as a free member. It's going to accept uh, free member signups, including everyone that has a free account. Crunchyroll has a free ad-supported version of the site that has commercials and restricts viewing of certain titles, as well as simulcasts, which are limited on a seven-day delay. They do that the same way that they do Hulu. Um, however, this this is good news for people who want to watch anime without having to pay the premium the the premium price. The premium price, by the way, is six ninety five a month. And no, this isn't an ad uh, because I have Crunchyroll. It's actually fifty nine ninety five a year, and that's the best way to get any of them. I don't care what it is. If they have if they have a yearly one, that's the best way to go about it. it saves it cost. It actually cost me I think four forty nine a month for my for my subscription. Funimation has been on a bit of a spending spree after announcing that they will be bringing the live-action Attack on Titan movie to theaters this fall. We talked about this last episode. But they're also bringing to the theaters in the possible near future uh, Project Ido, the latest Ghost in the Shell movie, and, drumroll please, Psychopaths the movie. Uh-huh. 
they also announced that they're bringing the classic Speed Racer anime. Let me repeat that. The classic Speed Racer anime to Blu-ray for its first complete North American release. And get this, that would include all the episodes that never aired in the U.S. And it's also going to have the original Japanese tracks for the first time. And the number three story, like I said, in no particular order, actually, but the number three story on my list is to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the J. Now, this is in Japan, actually. This is the, the, the company that owns their bullet train. J.R. West Sanyo Shinkansen line and the 20th anniversary of Neon Genesis Evangelion. The, the 500 Type Ava project will be decorating a bullet train with an Evangelion theme, and that project will include a decorative design overseen by the series director himself, Hideaki Anno, and the mechanical designer, I love this, Ikuto Yamashita. I wanted to get it right. The the interior of the train, oh, now I didn't notice this before, the interior of the train will also feature an Evangelion theme, and various special effects and limited edition uh, character goods will be implemented throughout the course of the project. Now that's, that almost makes me want to go there and find out what they're really doing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to have to check that out, because I thought that what they were doing was decorating the outside of the, outside of the train. What's the number two story here, Henry? Well, number two story is... Uh, a big disappointment for all the Attack on Titan fans. Laura Keating at Tech Times explains that because of the location of the story in the new live-action Attack on Titan movie has been changed from Germany to Japan. And because of this, a popular character, Levi, was written out of the story and the focus has been placed more on Aaron and Mikasa. So, yes, Levi has been written out of the story. And we don't really know uh, why they chose to do this. Um, well, I know why. Uh, the, well, st- the story is supposed to the what they what they said was is that while while it was placed in Germany, everybody had European names. Okay, but whenever they're coming back to a Japanese location, Aaron and Mikasa are easy for Japanese people to pronounce. Yeah. Okay, and apparently Levi is not easy to pronounce. I find it to be convoluted, but it, maybe it's because yeah. maybe it's because it's Japanese or something like that. But but when I heard this, I went back to the anime, which has European names that are Japanized. And when I hear them say Levi, they say Levi. Yeah. So I don't know why it's yeah. so hard. But yeah, there, but there is I... possible good news there. What does it say? Um... At the very end. So the writers have not ruled out a possible return in a future film. Yeah, so that's But see, I, I heard it was because they couldn't transliterate his name into Japanese. It's like in kanji, but Well, that <sighs> might be, but they've already done it. That's my point. Yeah, I know. That's, that's exactly. It's like <laughs> so, it's gonna so, be there in the manga, it's gonna be there in the anime. I know, there's a manga that people are buying, Japanese people are buying, and reading in Japanese. So and besides which they use tons of English all over the place. Yeah. In, and German. And German. And that's another reason why it's made in German is because they're gratuitous about they just love German everything. And you know, just as much as they like English, they like German. So I don't know why they, this would be a problem. But then again, it could also just be a rumor to make everybody go, what? How could you? You know, there's no telling yeah. what they might have done. So 
the number one story, though, and this winds up coming off to me, but it's actually Henry uh, got a chance. Henry, go ahead and explain. You got a chance to talk to somebody very, very important. Oh, yes, I did, Matthew. I, Henry Volk, had the privilege to interview none other than, drumroll please, Mr. Gabe Newell. Gabe Newell. Now that's, yes. now Gabe Newell is one of the founders of, um, of Valve who made the Half-Life series. And that's primarily what it is that you're going to talk to him about, correct? Yes. So why don't we get right on to that interview right now. Hello there, Angel Repair Juice listeners. We have a special treat for you today. Uh, today I have on the phone here Mr. Gabe Newell. The Gabe in. I'm Gabe Newell. So Gabe, so uh, you you've been with Valve for a long time, Gabe, and of course your Half Life, the Half Life franchise is huge. Uh, would you mind uh, just telling the uh, the listening audience there kind of what it's all about? For people who haven't played uh, the Half Life series before, Gordon is just an ordinary scientist going to work one day when the world sort of falls apart. Um, the adventures that he goes through are really formative. How he goes from being just a sort of another anonymous face in the crowd to being a central figure in, in the events that occur at Black Mesa is really that progression that the player goes through as they understand uh, what it means to be a hero in the, in the, in the Half-Life universe. So, uh, you know, we've uh, been waiting for Half-Life 3 for quite a while now. Everyone's been uh, really pumped and I've just been waiting forever. Do you, uh, can you tell us when that's going to come out? Uh, no. I, I thought you, you cared about your, your customers, Gabe, the, the people who, who buy your games. We look at all of our games and evaluate them in terms of what we think would be best for the community. Then, then why aren't you making Half-Life 3? So when we started Half-Life, we were just two guys. Because you started Half-Life with two guys, that's why you're not making a third Half-Life? Gabe, can you can you count to three? Nope, it's me, Gabe Newell. Uh, tell me what comes next, Gabe, in a sequence here. One, two... Half-Life 2. Okay, I'm going to try one more time. What, what is uh, six divided by two? Interesting. Well, everyone, that's Gabe Newell, and we, we know nothing more about Half-Life 3 than, than basically we've, we've ever known. And this is Henry Volk for Angel Repair Juice, and I'm signing out. So, Matthew, what, what did you uh, think of the interview? Well, I thought it was very uh, disappointing. He was, He's very uh, vague, as usual, and... I do find it disappointing that some I, – I find it hard to believe that somebody that could program such an awesome game, you know, him being one of two people, never learned to count to three. Yeah, it's um, – so, well, you know, is, isn't binary made up of ones and zeros? It's made of ones and zeros, but he can make it to two. Two. So it's not as though, like, there's Half-Life Zero and Half-Life One – because because then you know you could make it half life zero or half life zero one one yeah right? and then yeah. zero 
one, one, one. Actually, he can't get there. Maybe he'll just make Half-Life 4. Maybe he'll just jump right past. Actually, now, now I've got to be honest here. I would be happy with Half-Life 2, Episode 3. But there's still a 3. I would be happy with Half-Life 2, Episode 3. Eli is dead, and we want to know how we're going to punish everybody. <laughs> it's, it's been all this time. Someone needs to be punished for Eli having been killed. So come on. And that's not even a spoiler at this point. It's been almost nine years. So <laughs> yeah, it's not even a spoiler anymore. And so which one of these – so of the five stories that we just went over, which one was the fake one? There's a fake one? Yeah, there's a fake story. Oh, there's a fake story. Yeah. Oh. So which one was it, do you think? Huh. I'm going to say it's probably the one about Levi. The one about Levi? Yeah. Number, uh, number two. Number two? You think that one was the fake story? It has to be. Okay. Well, we'll just leave it at that then. <laughs> it's for the listeners to decide, Matt. for the listeners to decide? Okay. Yeah. If okay. you guess right, we'll give you a prize. I mean, that is if we Ooh. had prizes to give, but but we don't. Well, you have a blanket. You could give him a blanket. That's that's true. I don't know. I, I like that blanket. It's really you soft. Like, you like that blanket a lot, huh? Yes. Okay. I, I have attack on. I have an Attack on Titan blanket. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, and amazingly soft. You, you make me feel bad because I don't actually decorate my apartment with stuff from anime. I should get some kind of wall scroll, but my problem is, is I wouldn't know which one to get. So that's my that's a problem. That's then. it's a real problem, and and I don't need a I don't need what is this um, the um, hug pillows? You don't have any of those, do you? No, no, no. no? Okay, no. Good, because those are strange. Yes. <laughs> Just being, you know, we started this show without actually explaining what it is that we do here. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, Angel. Well, we get we gave everybody the uh, they gave everybody contact info, which is actually a big improvement over the way we've done things in the past. But <laughs> but we didn't explain yeah. that Angel Repair Juice is a program about anime from a Lutheran perspective. You can't get much more of a narrow niche than that. You know, that's a praise big, the niche. Praise the that's oh that's the niche good. is good. Praise the niche. The niche is good. The niche is life. You know, have yes. you choose the blue niche or the red niche? Okay, so so you have so you have was, it, was that a Pokemon <laughs> reference, Matthew? No, that would that would be a Matrix one. Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So I see on here that it says that you have an anime review. Now, see, my problem is is that I can't actually do a review yet, although I can do recaps, I suppose, because yeah. I've picked seven winners. Seven winners, and once again, one of the ones in my list is is a big one. That uh, that Roca is becoming a big deal, apparently. So, so tell us what it is that you reviewed. Well, I uh, I've been watching some Dragon Ball GT. Um, been watching some Trigun, and I also uh, watched an episode of uh, uh, no Danshi. Yeah. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, let me explain what Makarano Danchi is. It's simulcast on Monday from at ten thirty-five a.m. Uh, PDT. If you if you care to, to 
to watch this. Um, so, are you lonely at night? <laughs> do, do you have trouble falling asleep because of the the pain and rejection of being single? Not really. No. Do 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 you feel an aching in your heart because no one loves you? No one would want to spend the time to take you out on a date or um, you're lonely. You're, you're sad and you're lonely and pathetic and you're sad and you're lonely. <laughs> okay. And if this is you and you're a chick, um, if you're a chick, <laughs> Let me, let me ask you something. You decided to watch this. You're not big on reading show descriptions, are you? Well, I, I, I watched it primarily because the episode was three minutes long, and I and I did read the show description. You did, and it was so bizarre. I'm like. This would make a great review, but but I was not prepared for what would come next. <laughs> okay, so tell us tell us what. No, I'm not going to say that. Tell us what happened next. So if, if you're lonely and sad and sad and lonely, <laughs> you can tune into Makarano Danshi, and as you snuggle up with your uh, your love pillow, your uh, you're Daki Makira, and you're trying to console yourself because of the loneliness. Just get your laptop out or your cellular device and get on Crunchyroll and tune into Makara no Danshi, where um, each episode, a boyfriend. A different boyfriend each episode will sleep beside you every week. And <laughs> each one is different in their personality and vocation and employment. <laughs> looks. There's surely a boyfriend for every viewer. There is? <laughs> there is, yeah. From a That's, from a stall vendor to a librarian boy. <laughs> yeah. One of I, them. The, one of them was not William Shatner, though, right? <laughs> no, no. Um, I only watched one episode, and that that was enough. More than enough. Yes. <laughs> um, maybe if William Shatner was on there, I, I, I'd watch that episode. Maybe. <laughs> Now, probably see, that starts to get even weirder because, you know, first of all, I, 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 I was able to read this show description and realize that, well, that's not for me. So I was, you know, moved on. So am I assuming that the the angle is is that like you're laying down and you can see him in the bed? That the the angle is like first person view. It's it's a it's first. <laughs> person view yes. okay so first person view william shatner talking sweet nothings to you 
you know you want to do this, Henry. So you're the one that likes to imitate. Oh, you like you to do lonely at night. <laughs> Let William take all of your sadness. I am here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> With the hands and everything, it's like just go to sleep. Just go to sleep, Bill. So, All right. See, if, they, if, they, if they had one with Spock, he could just reach over and give you the, the Vulcan nerve pitch. Now I'm going to bed there, Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, but, Sorry, I mean, Captain. I, I'm tired of this. I, I wonder if anyone has ever made a, a William Shatner hug pillow. Oh, you know what? You're You're asking for it doing that. You're asking. I mean, you're asking for some fan. You know what you're doing is you're asking for some fan to to Photoshop that. That's what you're doing. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, as many comic cons as there are, there has to be someone selling these things. Well, if they were, I'm sure that it's like an unlicensed one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either that. I mean, it's, it's comic con. Go on Twitter and ask him. What? Well, you should do that. You should go on Twitter. Go to William Shatner's Twitter. And ask him, and, oh. and and don't even bother to explain what it is you're asking. If he doesn't know, <laughs> then you know that he doesn't have an official one, because he would know that he had this. this How could would, he not know, this man? Would, he, yeah. He knows everything. He's, he's Shatner. He's Shatner. He's the Shat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this, this, this is great. This is my new favorite quote, okay? Okay. So I, I think this was episode three, 306 of The God Whispers. Okay. And they're and they're talking about piping oil down from Canada to America, and and Shatner commented on this. He said, "Hey, if we can pipe down oil, then we can pat, pipe down water to California." And then uh, Craig D'Onofrio let it all out, and it's like my all-time favorite quote. He says, "Well, if Shatner says we should do it, then we should do it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm yet to meme that. Um, if William but, Shatner says we should do it, then we should do it. Yeah, it's like it's perfect. It's perfect sense. It's like if Shatner says we should do it, if well, then we should do it. If if Shat says do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch? Um, I can even cut this out if if you want. But have have you ever watched? Um, I'll see. Now I will have to cut it out because I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up. It was a, it was a, it was a, uh, a comedy uh, lawyer show that he was on a number of years oh, ago. Oh, Boston Legal. Yeah, Boston Legal. That was it. I watched one episode of it here a little while back. And <laughs> I'm the, Danny Craig. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Danny Craig. <laughs> what? Oh man, I've, I've got a great story for this too. But go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Well. I mean, you know, at this moment, I'm just waiting to get to the next, uh, next whatever the review would be. Because, you know, if you've got something to add, add it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> so the, I, I actually met Shatner before. Who was at a oh, you did Comic Con in Columbus. This is, I don't know, a couple of years ago. When I was, at the last church I was going to, uh, the pastor's wife took me, and my brother, her nephew, older than me and my brother, and her son. Uh, there because Stan Lee was going to be there and her son and her nephew are huge Marvel fans, huge Marvel fans. But Shatter was there. So I, I went up and the, the way they did it there was really nice because if you bought the VIP package, 
you were guaranteed um, an autograph. You were guaranteed to be there at the um, the Q and A sessions. Um, it, it was the it was the official Wizard World Comic Con, so everything was okay. very uh, cut dry and official. So I went up the second time, and his, his autographs were seventy five bucks. And I'm like, man, that's seventy five bucks, but it's Shatner. So I, the second time he came out, I didn't get it. Um, then the third time, he did. He finally came back, and and I got the autograph. But but when he came out, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the pastor's wife, she was like, "Hey, it's Danny Craig." <laughs> <laughs> Danny <laughs> and uh, he just kind of like Danny looked at her you know and he obviously I don't think he was feeling too good that day and uh, you know he was just like oh this is the worst day of the year you know, I had to meet the fanboys but uh, well he's playing off that remember remember that uh, thing they did on Saturday Night Live years ago with him <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i hear that he plays on that sometimes oh i, I would say why, so why are you all here just go home you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man see these people if they understand we do it we should do it then they just would have left obviously they do not respect Shatner. they should yeah, it's the Shat. He should he should be respected. Yeah. He's the man. He is. Okay, you got any more reviews you wanted to do? You said you've been watching. See, you're watching the wrong Dragon Ball. <sighs> they haven't released it yet, man. <laughs> Actually, they keep um, they keep talking about how they're going to have the uh, the new um, the new Dragon Ball movie on um, on. Um, Funimation. Either that or fun. Either that or that's one of them that Funimation plans to release in theaters. This 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 is this is actually an interesting big deal. I wonder, I wonder how that's all going to pan out for them because up till now, they've done all directed to uh, DVD and Blu-ray releases. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time that they said, "Oh yeah, we're going to hit theaters first and then hit Blu-ray." I mean, that's that's interesting. I well, I, I think, and I think this—that's probably why they're not going to license um, Dragon Ball Supers because they they want to play this thing up with a the theater release and get things super hyped up. Because you, I mean, you can release anime in theaters. I mean, they did it with um, the Pokemon movies when Pokemon was at its surge. A lot of the, of course, the um, Studio Ghibli movies get released, and they always do well. So I think they want to, you know have this resurgence in their fan base and then they'll go and re you know release it again well maybe i don't know you know all i know is that it's really odd that uh that nobody's picked up dragon ball super to stream i think that that's really weird that that must mean that it hasn't been offered at all the 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 company Maybe. the companies involved in producing it are like nope we're not going to do the streaming thing sorry we're not going to do it and and that actually happens to some anime they just don't yeah. they just do not stream at all they just they they refuse which yeah. well actually yeah, see that's the thing is that's not a hundred percent true because they do stream in Japan it is streaming yeah. in Japan on Nico Nico um, but. I, other than that, I don't know. That's that's all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if any anime has a strong fan base in America, I would say it would have to be Dragon Ball Z because that was so 
big. For, well, it's I mean, worldwide. People, I mean, if you, check, if you check Google Analytics, it's just through the roof. The the, yeah. the terms Dragon Ball Super is just through the roof. It's every, yeah. the whole world is like, really another Dragon Ball? We've been waiting. You know, that's how they they think about it. it was, We've been waiting for this, so it yeah. hits, and it's like, and we can watch it because now it's all about streaming. No, <laughs> it's not yeah. happening. So I, it's odd. It's it's just in 2015. It's odd. Uh, I think they're building up for something. Um, I, I hope so because it's not actually if 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 it's if I mean they said a hundred episodes, but they've always said a hundred episodes whenever they were getting ready to do something that's going to wind up being 163 episodes or 140 yeah. episodes or however long different different runs of the series have been. And that would mean that this thing's not going to end until 2017. Yeah, I can't imagine that there would still be a drag that there would be an anime anything that's not streaming somehow in 2017. I can't I can't imagine that. But yeah, you never know. Yeah, they could do it like One Piece. One now you can go to Crunchyroll and watch all of One Piece, even all the way back to the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a bad move on their part, though, because now, I mean, now is when the hype is, you know, it's hyped up now. It's what, I mean, people well, want now, to see it. Well, now is whenever the big deal is, like, I've, I have programmed into a TV guide now. I've got, like, a TV guide that I can keep track of, of the shows that I watch. Um, because that's, that gets to be a pain whenever, you know, they're not on cable. It's on the internet. It's on, on here's. But I've, I finally figured out a way to do it. And, it's a big deal to say, you know what? Today I have three shows that release today. Yeah, I have three. I have three shows that I can watch today, and people all around the world are going, "Oh, you mean I can watch this as it happens now? I don't have to wait, you know, months and months for it to yeah. come out or something like that." No, you don't. And they're starting. People are starting to like that. They're starting to to you know enjoy that, and they they're going to expect it. <laughs> so yeah. that's why I don't. I'm not 100 percent certain why. If it were a short run show, 26 episodes or something like that, I would get it. But something to say, I'm going to start at the beginning and follow this all the way through, you know, and not have to wait for it to premiere in the United States with some really crappy dub, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know though, man. I always liked the the Dragon Ball dub. The Dragon Ball in the Dragon Ball Z dub, not not because it was so great, but because of the nostalgia of it. Well, you know? there's that too. Yeah, it, it is a nostalgia. There's, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that because that was all we had. Back yeah, in, back in the day. So that's and you know you listen to it, you go, oh yeah, you remember. You you get a different perspective now because yeah. it's. You know, it's, the nostalgia is there, but oh, is it bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you, you know, because it, it, it was funny because I uh, uh, I don't have a whole lot of like Dragon Ball Z on DVD or anything because it just when I was little it I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. As I got older, it's kind of like eh, that's okay. Um, they did have some really cool story arcs and things, but I was at a, at a used game store and they had um, I think it was the first part of season four, uh, and it was missing like the first disc, and I got it for four bucks, and I'm like, yeah, I'll pay four bucks for that. And it, and it had the the original Japanese mono um, audio. Ooh. And but but like, did it have subtitles? Yeah, it did. Oh, it okay. did. Okay. And just like listening to it in the Japanese, the music, 
the the voices, the, the way the dialogue flowed was so different. I mean, it completely changed the show because to me it was almost like reminiscent of watching like Ultraman. Um, in a, kind of like a bizarre way. It did, I mean, it totally felt Japanese and it felt nothing like the, the, uh, American dub Dragon Ball Z. It was, it was really weird and I liked it. Uh, maybe it was just because the, the audio quality like took you back to the nineties or something. I don't, I don't know. Well, you, you know what you don't get. I mean, I was looking at, I was, I was on some forum or something like that where everyone was talking about the show and, uh, what what was interesting was people were putting various memes up from from you know, from um, shows you know from the show from its American dub, and they had one of them on there where you see the guy clearly has um, rice balls and he's eating the rice balls and the caption says, "Ooh, these donuts are great." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I put I put that on then. Oh, you you put that? Yeah, on. yeah. Then you must have seen that. it too because there was like gobs and gobs of them. It was like, oh man, this is t- you know. Because that's yeah. what they do. They, they, you know, they're afraid that you know, rice balls. If you put that on there, you know, and then say, let people see them eating them, people couldn't make the connection that that's some sort of food that they eat. No, they got to change yeah. it to donuts. And it's like, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, I mean, we, we've talked about this before on the show, but you know, I think it was some of that xenophobia that was. Prom, really prominent in 80s dubs of things and carried over into the 90s yeah. but you know part of that too is i mean they didn't think that i'm sure they didn't think at all that anime would have this large adult audience um yeah that it would you know, be such a crossover hit yeah yeah because i mean it was all on um it's it they were saturday morning cartoons and uh no, some of that's way- understandable but i mean the way the way that we think now about foreign cultures um is so different like no one would ever do that now because now we want to be multicultural and pluralistic and expose people to, to new things. And uh, well, that you, but the people that want the pluralism and all of that stuff, I, I think that if you were to bring up anime, they would they would also go what cartoons? What are you talking about? And they, well, they I mean, they they wouldn't put that much stock in it. Well, I mean, I mean, just as a as a kind of like general philosophy for going about things, though, you know, I mean, I mean, we're not afraid to say that. Oh, wait, this isn't American food that they're eating, you know. Yeah, that's that's actually that's actually true. I I can't imagine that. Well, actually, I can imagine that some company here would take you know something from Japan and say, oh, well, nobody will understand that if we don't change it, you know. So yeah. I can imagine that even people in my generation, or, or even in the millennial generation, would say, "Oh, we gotta, we have to, we have to do something, fix that, you know, localize it." <laughs> that reminds me of this episode of Pokemon. Man, they they go to. I think it was the the, the episode in the original generation with um, Snorlax, and they go to yeah. this town, and there's no water, and there's and they're all like walking around, and they they go to like this. Um, Japanese buffet place or something, yeah. and they're like, "Boy, I sure could eat a hamburger right about now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> H. Let's see here. H a m b u r g e r. That's a funny way to spell sushi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that how we learned it in school all those years ago? Yeah. 
So, <laughs> wow. Like, oh, no, like you know, like even kids have never heard of sushi. I mean, come on. But, yeah. you know, it's just a different time. It ought to be a different – it should be a different time we're living in. Okay. Yeah. Now, we actually put off doing this show last week, Henry, for a reason. Yeah. And what was well, that reason? Well, the reason was primarily selfishness because – we were getting ready to do the show. My dad's like, hey, Henry, let's uh, go see Pixels. So me, my dad, my brother, or my dad and brother and I uh, went to go see Pixels. And, dude, this theater is the bomb. The theater? I mean, the theater we went to. Uh, it's, it's a chain theater. I, I forget the name of it. Um, was it big? It was big. Let, let me look it up real quick. Was it an IMAX? Um, but anyways, they like the theater seats were like recliners. Was it an IMAX? Is that what it was? Yeah, they 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 like reclined. It was a yeah. And um, I mean the the tickets weren't that expensive. Three um, D. But it. Oh what? Three D. No, I di- I didn't do three D. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, it's called Escape Theaters. Escape, escape with with an X. Oh, escape. Okay, escape. Yeah, yeah. As if people don't have enough trouble pronouncing the real word, they've got to confuse it further. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the theater was legit. Like the sound was awesome. The, yeah. Just the fact that you had these big, comfy, plush, r- r- uh, red leather seats that reclined. They had like these like electronic buttons yeah. that you push and it reclines it yeah it was cool it was cool yeah anyways uh, about the movie um, <laughs> um you know pixels i really enjoyed it man um oh you did but it, it seems that a lot of people didn't um you, you know i think some people are just haters well maybe i don't know i haven't seen it so i wasn't planning on seeing it and I mean, okay, so like Rotten Mate, Rotten Tomatoes gave it eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. That that eight, I have not looked at. I didn't, yeah. Let me let me. You go ahead and talk. I'm going to look that up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look those up for me. Um, so I'll just like give you all the premise. Um, Adam Sandler and um, Kevin James, um, the actors, are are friends growing up. And an uh, arcade opens up in their hometown, and um, when they're kids, they go to this arcade, and it turns out that, that the Adam Sandler character as a child is awesome at arcade games. And he enters this um, competition, and he gets second place, and he's all bummed out. So... What happens is is that they they videotape this entire video game tournament, and they send the VHS up into space in this time capsule. Yeah. So it's all these years later, and Kevin James is the president of the United States, and uh, and Adam Sandler works for this company called Nerds, which is like Geek Squad, and so he's like a electronics guy, just goes and sets up stuff. And uh, but they're still friends, and then they like meet and talk with each other. So what happens is these aliens 
get a hold of the space capsule and they see the VHS and all of its contents is like this act of intergalactic war, like like we're declaring war on them. And so they they send down all of these like digital, um, like materialized uh, video game characters, and if such as featured uh, prominently in the beginning of the thing or in the, all of the uh, the artwork, Pac Man. Yes, okay. Pac Man. Pac Man's actually not the first one though, but um, so they send these creatures down, and if we don't beat them. Three to one, they're going to destroy the. If, no, no, no. It, we got to we got to play three rounds, and if you win, then they don't destroy our planet. Then if we lose, then they destroy our planet. And that's the premise of the movie. You know, the, the movie is totally predictable, totally unrealistic. It's cheesy and ridiculous, but I thought it was really funny. The humor, <laughs> some of the adult humor was just hilarious. Well, I looked up the um, the, the tomato meter. Um, what you read back, though, was what the critics had to say. It got 18% fresh. The audience score was 56%. Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, so that's that's a that's a little bit better than, you know, what the – what some of these <laughs> – what some of these – I was – real quick reading some of this is, Welcome to the end of the world, Adam Sandler style. That's what one person said. Another person that gave it one star said, Nostalgia is a wonder and a cheat. The right touchstone can make the most discerning moviegoer forgive a film as lazy as pixels. Almost. <laughs> you know, it just – I mean, you know, I could sit here and read these. It's like – this um, here's one that's uh, that's just uh, says it just does not just how is it it does just enough to work perhaps low expectations contributed to my overall enjoyment of it and an understandable state of mind given recent Kevin James and Adam Sandler films and it may be slight but Pixels is admittedly fun now that's that's somebody who says a reviewer that actually said that it was good everybody yeah. else says poorly crafted film actually it didn't look poorly crafted to me no Poor, no poorly crafted film that doesn't pay a dignified homage to the 80s classics it tries to imitate um um another bad review even though it tries to appeal to 80s nostalgia it goes halfway there fall, failing to deliver anything really entertaining uh it's just you know this is what you this is what you would find on you know, on any of these Rotten Tomatoes things. Yeah. Well, let me let me explain to you what this movie is like. It's like if Tron woke up with a hangover <laughs> and put in Good Burger and sat down and started laughing at the movie. That's that's what it is. If Tron woke up with a hangover and started watching Good Burger, <laughs> that's Pixels. That's Pixels. Okay. That's Pixels. So you finally know about that little blurb at the very, very end of Tron. You know how they've always had that... The credits roll, and then at the end they have a thing where you know Tron sits down and he's drunk and he's watching a movie, but nobody ever knew what it was. It turns out to be Good Burger. Yeah. <laughs> now, now all of our fans are going to be running like, I didn't know there was anything at the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. By way of disclosure, there is an actually a blurb at the very end after the credits. <laughs> yeah, there's not. There's not. Although that would have been fun, I suppose. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, everybody, here's what actually happened. Old Henry there 
decided to play hooky from recording a, an episode of Angel Repair Juice so that he could watch Pixels. So there. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. But the yeah. big plus was is he got a scoop from Dave, Dave uh, from Gabe Newell, who who still doesn't know how to count to three. So yes, yes. So, we love you, Gabe. Do you do you think Gabe though, in. do you Gabe th- in forever? Do you think oh, though that the uh, that the makers of Pixel know how to count to three, or maybe um, or how how to count to two? Because I I got a feeling that that probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Although I enjoyed it. I mean, you just got to take it for what it is, man. It's not going to be the funniest movie you've ever seen. But if you just want to go and shut your brain off and well, um, watch this movie, unless it's great. It, unless it falls really badly, um, was it was last week its opening weekend? I didn't look. Uh, it may have been the week before that. May have been because it said that as far as box office goes, that uh, it's already even though Minions has been out longer, it's already made more money with twenty four million, and it's only made uh, nine hundred thousand less than Ant Man. Oh wow! Really? So, so there. And guess and guess what is just underneath there? It says under coming soon. It says one hundred percent, and it's coming out August first. And I guess we can't not say this since we're supposed to be talking about anime rather than video games. Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F debuts Mm. debuts August fourth, and so far it has one hundred percent on the tomato meter. That's the one that they want to release in theaters, right? Yeah. Yep, that's wow. the that's the one that's hitting theaters. It hits August 1st, or August 4th, excuse me. I, see, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that, because if it's near a theater near me, um, I'll probably get to see it. Well, let me see here. It's telling me that it's going to be playing at the Carmike West. That's for us locally. That's where I am. Um, oh, wow. Here in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, 7 p.m. on, it doesn't say a date yet, on Tuesday, August 4th. Hmm. Uh, the showtime's at Carmike uh, Avenue 16, which is at the Town Center. And the Cobb Theater's at the Merritt Square Mall, which is too far away. So, for your location, it says Rave Cinemas. Do you know anything about that? Oh, yeah, I've been there. Rave Cinemas, Western Hills 14. Says it says that it's opening Tuesday, August fourth at seven p.m. there, hmm. and Wednesday, Thursday. Um, they're not actually showing times beyond Tuesday and Wednesday, though. Hmm. But is that the only theater? That's the only theater that's listed here. Hmm. You may have to look. You may have to look. Um, look yourself, though. Yeah. Then. Look it up yourself. It's not going back. Why is my thing not going back? I want to see. I want to see um, my thing again. Or is it just going to show you yours? See, now i got to change it back to mine. <laughs> it's remembering yours. It's remembering your location. <laughs> Even though I'm here and you're there, it remembers your location. Okay. Let's see here. Da-da-da-da. Well, I have three. If it goes beyond Thursday... It says Thursday it would be playing at 7. And it, and for mine, it actually says that there are no times after Friday. But maybe that just means... Maybe that just means um, that they don't have a listing. What I ought to do then is I ought to click for the actual website for Carmike. That's probably what I ought to do. And it'll, and it'll show on there. 
it'll show on there where it's releasing. So there. So now you've got an idea. Hopefully everybody, while they were listening to us, were looking it up to find out where's where's Resurrection F? Where's that playing? Look it up. Look it up. Okay, so what else do we have on tap today, Henry? Anything? Uh, um, not that I'm aware of. Not that you're aware of? Okay. I've, I, because it's becoming a big deal, it's becoming as, bi- a bi- as big a deal as Don Machi was last season, uh, which was actually, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Which is That question is never answered in that anime, ever once. Um, it's never even asked. You know? Mm-hmm. No one asks I, it, and no one answers it. So, but I watched about four episodes of that. I thought it was okay. You didn't watch enough of them because after that, it suddenly explodes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah figures. <laughs> That's figures. At, right after that is where he gets into the fight. He gets into a fight with another giant minotaur, and this time, oh. and this time, it's like awesome. It's bloody awesome because he doesn't need I, to be rescued, <laughs> even though there's oh. a bu- even though there's a bunch of people standing there that want to. They're like, no, 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 leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Leave him alone. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that, is that after he gets the, the knife from Hestia? Well, he gets the knife, and then he does the thing where he's got – well, he, he does the thing where there's something in town, and then Hestia finally gives him the knife, and then he kills it. And yeah, then, yeah. And then but, – but later on, right after episode four, it explodes because this minotaur gets a hold – this this guy is bored in the in the dungeon, and he decides to fight this minotaur, and the minotaur wins, and the minotaur takes his weapons. Oh, okay. So it becomes this killing thing, you know, with with special weapons of its own. Which oh. you know, I actually remember doing that in a Dungeons and Dragons thing years years later or years ago. I said, yeah, well, what, what happened was was this monster got into a fight with a party, and it won, and it kept everything, and now you have to fight it. And everyone huh. was like, no, that's against the rules. And I was like, nope, sorry. I'm the dungeon master. <laughs> you know, I finally bought a, a starter pack or, you know, the starter box for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. But it's hard to play with two people, you know, me and my brother. Well, you got to you got to find a couple of other people to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all there I is to, to that. That's it. But but since it's become a big deal, Brave of the, Braves of the Six Flowers has is really sort of exploded and people are paying a lot of attention to it it's 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 pretty big in japan but uh but at, at crunchyroll especially people are like wow uh huh this has been cool ever since the very first episode it's not it's not front-loaded like a lot of these shows are where if you watch it and you're like well this is kind of boring and then suddenly explodes and those initial episodes mean something more than they did when you were first watching them yeah, that's a front-loaded show. This one's not front-loaded. This one's sort of like it's all out there right now. <laughs> There's all of this mayhem and all of this stuff going on, and it's – I don't want to ruin it. So, yeah, just as a recap, they're on episode four headed into episode five. So let her rip. Go look at it. Go look at it. Okay, so now what are we going to do? Anything else? Um, All hearts and minds queer. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, well, okay, well, that means. <laughs> well, okay, good then. So, so, what do you think we're going to do with the next episode? We actually didn't discuss this. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, pretty sure we'll, we will have seen Dragon Ball, uh, the new Dragon Ball Z movie. You think so? I well, I don't know if I would actually get the time to do it. Uh, because sure. because of my craziness, but if you get the time, go for it. Or if somebody else, if if here's I'm going to put this out there. If if a 
if a listener was to get to see a movie or get to watch a show and decide they wanted to do a guest review, we could cut that into the show. What do you think? I I like it. Yeah, there you go. A crowds a little bit of crowdsourcing there. If any of you out there want to do if any of you want to do a review of a show or if you happen let's let's start with this one. If you happen to see that and you happen to do a pretty decent review, we'll, we'll put it on the show. But but we got to have like some stipulations here like we're not going to let you get on here and talk for like 30 minutes about a show. Well, that would be the the well, see, here's the thing is record it and then send it to us. Yeah. That's yeah. how we'll do it. Because, because we, I mean, we may have multiple people who want to do it, you know. Yeah, and there you go. We'll have we'll have like a. So we'll, what we'll do is we'll figure out some way to have them all on the, all you know. We'll we'll pick a winner somehow. We'll figure out some way to to pick a winner between us or or something. But we would still put them on the website somehow. How's that? Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. See. That'd be great. Yeah. So if like four or five, let's say let's say the Attack on Titan movie comes out, Henry, and everybody wants to do a review of it. Okay, well, we'll find some way to put them on the website. But the number one, whatever the, was the best one, that one would be the one we would cut into the show. So yeah, so you and, got and ha- so that's the prize. Yeah, you know, being able to be on yeah. Angel Repair Jews. You're big time so, then. See, you should you should do this and record this so that we've got it. William Shatner introducing Angel Repair Jews. You should do that. That way we can oh, always bad. or ending the show as you've been listening. To Angel Repair Juice, or however you think that it, you're better at it than I am. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some stuff. <laughs> you have to do some studying. Yeah, but, you can but, always put your but, costume on and do it. There you go. I, I could. Yeah, I, you could. That, do that is a valid option, Matthew. <laughs> you know, my my brother says I sound more like Adam West, who is coming to Cincinnati Comic Con, and I am yet to buy my tickets. Shame, shame, shame on me. Yeah, both him and uh, Bert. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Bert. Bert Ward. Bert Ward. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, both right. coming. It's going to be huge. Well, huge. listen. If he's coming, if he's if he's actually coming to the area, you should go see Adam West because oh, I because I, I hear he's a blast to talk to. So. Oh, I, I would imagine. You know, you know what I love about Adam West is he's just a real human person. Like his his posts on Facebook are usually about him and his grandchildren. Or him and his family. Oh yeah, his Twitter feed. I've 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 got his. I'm on his Twitter, or I'm you know I'm subscribed to his Twitter feed, and he does the same thing there. Yeah, I mean he he's not out to like push any product. Well, he it's doesn't like, have to. You know? No, no, that's true. He doesn't. He does. Although Shatner did do that thing with the watches, which was kind of bizarre. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, the thing about it here's the thing is I do remember it, but it gets if if you actually try and follow William Shatner's Twitter feed, you have to understand he's a tweeting fiend. He he tweets and tweets and tweets and tweets and tweets, and he lays down and tweets, and then he's eating dinner and he's tweeting, and he's just he's a tweeting fiend. If he's ever on the set doing something. I don't know how he could get through a scene without tweeting. So wait a second, I'm going to tweet this. I he's just he he was in somebody's house and he was he was live tweeting the house. It, here's another fireplace and here's another one and another. I found five fireplaces and I remember this and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a tweeting so, so, fiend. <laughs> so, so basically, what you're saying is William Shatner knows how to count to three. And some. And some. <laughs> and some. 
and some. Oh, <laughs> so. man. Oh, but, hey, but, but seriously, though, about these reviews, people need to know how to send these reviews to us, man. Well, um, it's not it's not 1990 anymore, so you don't have to send them in an, in an email attachment anymore. Um, the the usual way that people do these things now is they put it up in the cloud somewhere. Um, so that would probably be just as easy. Although these, well, see here recently, it turns out that it's actually easy to send audio through uh, Gmail, but not everybody has Gmail, so. You know, you can you can do that. You can you can send it through there, but you know, put it on Dropbox. Send us a link. Uh, put it on Box. Send us a link. If you've got um, um, OneDrive, send us a link through that. Um, we'll we'll get it that way. It's easy. So yeah, just send us an email. Oh yeah, at uh, this is what you were what you meant. Angel Repair Juice PC at Gmail dot com. Send it to them. Yep. And we'll we'll know that you got it there. Or if you want to, you can find me on Facebook. My name's Matthew Pancake. You can find old Henry there on uh, on Facebook as well. Facebook, uh, yes. And you can also find. And what we're doing is we're winding down here. You can also find the Angel Repair Juice group there. And pretty soon, I think we're going to have to have an Angel Repair Juice page so that we can start doing the George Takei thing or whatever that yeah. whatever it is that he does, you know. And we, we need to do it, but we need to do it smiles better. to everyone oh is that what it is laughter and smiles laughter and smiles, smiles and butterflies and stuff and stuff so, yes so so George so George why don't you say goodbye to all the listeners at Angel Repair Juice Angel Repair Juice listeners you're great goodbye <laughs> and toodaloo Thanks for listening to this episode of Angel Repair Juice, and we'll be back next time with more anime from a Lutheran perspective.